Today is Alistair's second birthday. That's my youngest. And it's interesting having three kids. I have long ago bid farewell to sleep. I'm told I'll get some later on in life, but clearly not right now. But it's interesting seeing three kids interact with one another. Your first is is your first, and then, then you have your second. But your third, one of the things April and I are convinced about is that the third doesn't come to be a baby because there's lots of catching up to do. They see big brother and big sister doing all kinds of things, and so they want to follow after them, even if they are unable to do what it is that big brother and big sister are doing. The baby in the family, the youngest, never wants to get left out. And what happens when they get left out? They cry. Well, crying's kind of lucky if you get crying. They scream, temper tantrum, they stomp their feet, and Alistair's got this great thing. He can stick that, that, that lip out so far, it's insane what he can do with it. Make you just break your heart right there. The youngest doesn't want to get left out. And that makes me think a little bit about our text for today. Because oftentimes, this may not be true for all Christians or for you, but it's kind of true for me. There are things I talk about in my faith experience a lot. Jesus comes up a lot in in the ways I talk about faith, obviously. I talk about God, and I I talk about all kinds of other things, but a a phrase, a concept, a, a person who gets left out, at least for me a lot, is the Holy Spirit. It oftentimes might come off like the Holy Spirit is the little brother, constantly getting left out of our conversations. And that's a serious overlook in our faith lives. Because the Holy Spirit is the power that drives our faith lives. It's the Holy Spirit that enables us to do all of the faith things that we do. Now, for we Lutherans, we say that we get the Holy Spirit at a very particular time in our faith journey. So this is your quiz time. When is it that we get the Holy Spirit in our faith journey. Baptism, that's right. And just a a heads up, if ever the pastor asks you a question about something um, in in your faith life, baptism's a pretty safe answer to kind of cover everything because it it really does kind of cover everything. We say that we get the Holy Spirit in baptism. Now, I'm going to tie in uh, a, a bit of a movie here. Anybody ever seen what I think may be the greatest movie ever made, The Godfather? Anybody ever see that movie? Yeah. Do you remember the, the, the ending scene, the baptism scene? You may have missed a neat little thing that the priest did when, when he was baptizing um, Michael's godson. Do you remember what the priest did? It said in Latin, receive the Holy Spirit, and went, 
breathe three times over the baby. It's this, this concept that, that the Holy Spirit is breath. It's life. And so the priest has it, and he literally breathes it onto uh, this new Christian that's getting baptized right here. Now, obviously, we don't really do that anymore. I could imagine that new parents would absolutely lose their minds <laughs> for understandable reasons if I start, you know, breathing on their child in baptism. So we just, we don't do that anymore. We do laying on of hands and some oil to signify that. But we get the Holy Spirit in baptism. And so from that point on, the Holy Spirit is a constant companion of yours. No matter what you do, no matter where you go, no matter how successful you are or how much of a failure you are, the Holy Spirit will be with you. Sorry, tough luck. You've got a constant companion for life. You are not alone. We see this happen for Jesus he too got the Holy Spirit descending on him like a dove in his baptism. And Luke goes to great lengths to tell us that this power of the Holy Spirit fills Jesus and is making all of his work happen throughout Luke's gospel. And the first thing that Jesus does in Luke's gospel is he goes to worship with the gathered community in the synagogue. And he reads scripture. Now that's a profound thing. Remember, the Holy Spirit's involved in this entire scene. The Holy Spirit is breath. It's life enlivening all that have gathered. And it's enlivening these words. It's, it's interesting to think about scripture. I imagine most of you, at least, at least at some point, have probably sat quietly in your room and read the Bible even if it's just a couple passages or something like that. That's got one feel to it, but then Scripture has a whole new feeling when we gather in worship, together as a community, gathered by the Spirit, and hear those words enlivened with breath from the Holy Spirit, and they sound different. I hear things when Scripture gets read and hear that I don't hear when I read it by myself. Because that's the thing. This whole faith thing, it's not a you-by-yourself thing. It's a community thing. And we get that in our baptism. That's one of the great things I, I love about the Lutheran practice of baptizing babies. You, a baby's not going to, to come up here by themselves. It needs a faith community to lift them up and to say, together, we're going to do this thing called life. I think I just quoted a Prince lyric there. There you go. You got, you got the Godfather and you got Prince all in one sermon. Where else do you get that? But we're in this together. We're not going to be alone in all of this. And last week was a great example of that. Last week, it kind of stunk that we couldn't come to church, didn't it? I missed it. I rather like seeing all your smiling faces. Well, smiling eyes, rather. 
and it didn't quite have the same feel. But when we gather together, the Spirit gathers us and empowers us and informs us through the Scriptures so that together we can go out from this place of empowerment into whatever our lives call us to. We hear in the scripture Jesus reads today talking about freeing captives, about healing people who are blind, about bringing good news to the poor. And all of that happens in Jesus, empowered by the Spirit. But you all as well are recipients of that word. You all are empowered by the Spirit. So these words that you have heard read here today, with life breathed into them, are now words for you. And they get fulfilled in your hearing by you taking those words out to the world, living this scripture, being good news to the poor, helping those in need, and proclaiming God's favor to all. Because at the end of the day, that's really what's so desperately needed. A bit of positivity, a bit of good news, a bit of hope. Maybe you've turned off by now and, and you're tired, you're ready for this to all get over, but if you hear nothing else today, hear this. You're not alone. The Holy Spirit guarantees that you are never alone. You have a constant companion. And know this, that no matter what, no matter where you go, or what you do, or anything else, no matter what, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God the Father will always love you. Amen.